Hello and welcome once again to the Total Badness Podcast. My name is Aaron and I'm here with, oh fuck, what's your name? Josh. Yeah, there you go. It's one syllable. Two if you really like stretch out the the sh or the j, I guess. Sure. Yes, that's how names work and syllables. Uh Uh-huh. I know, I know, I know language good. Sure do. How's it going? Things going pretty good. Good. Yeah. I I just saw two really fucking good movies and I'm really jazzed about it. <laughs> we'll get to those in a, in we a will. soon. We will. I gotta, I gotta calm down. Gotta calm down a bit and let's talk about, uh, you know, some less good things before we get to the really good things. Oh, if you insist. Uh, I finished Stray. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yep. How was uh, how was Stray? How was your time with Cat Game? It, it got better at the end. Mm-hmm. How was your trip through <clears throat> the sewers? The sewers were fucking creepy. Just fucking horrifying, huh? I don't like I don't like eyeballs, <laughs> especially big giant ones. And many of them. It's just too many, and they're all way too big. Yes, I agree. What the fuck were the people of the future shitting out to make that happen in the sewers? <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know, but it's disgusting, <laughs> and I wish, I wish they'd stop because I don't want to. I don't want that in my future. Yeah, well, presumably no one's shitting anymore because everyone's robots. <sighs> that is true. Everyone is robots. Anyway, the game's fine. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think got better exactly by the end? I think just gen. I think when I spoke to you last, you were you had just been in the slums. Yeah. Think? I think just knowing the overall story, yeah, I think made it better because yeah, at the beginning you're just a cat and you're in this weird world and you don't really know what's going on and it's all just kind of not very exciting and um yeah. What you're saying uh, is when things happen, a game is better. I think so. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that is exactly what I'm saying. When things happen, a game is better. Yeah. Game anyway, is much better than when things don't happen. I just wanted to say uh, Stray is fine. Yep. You've played Li- Live a Live, Live Alive. <laughs> I'm glad you tackled that first because mm. I sure as shit don't know. Okay. It's spelt Live a Live. Uh-huh. Unless you're looking at the cover in which it's uh, spelled live a evil because live what? is mirrored on the other side. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and it is a JRPG. In fact, it's a remake of a JRPG that I yes. don't believe was ever released in the West until now. I believe now. not. Yes, that is correct. Uh, you play as eight different characters, I think. And... Uh, yeah, eight different characters across eight different time periods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got prehistory, the Wild West, Imperial China, the twilight of Edo, Japan, present day, the near future, the distant future, and the Middle Ages. And wait, what? Wait, what? You 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 went to the I'm... distant future, and then you went back to the Middle Ages. So I am reading these as they are listed on the back of the box. Interesting. Um. But that that is obviously not chronological order. If we were doing that, it'd be prehistory, Imperial China, Edo Japan, Wild West, um, no Middle Ages, Wild West, 
present right. day, near, then distant future. Yeah. So, uh, I at this stage have only played through one of these chapters in its entirety, mm-hmm. uh, and have begun a second chapter. And you can choose these chapters in any order that you like. So you can start with the Wild West and finish with prehistory, or you can start in the distant future and work your way back. Oh, okay. I've decided to just go like through chronological order. So I've done mm-hmm. the prehistory chapter. I've started on the Imperial China chapter. And I'm led to believe that the chapters are quite different from one another in a gameplay sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been told that the distant future is almost a horror game Ooh. with very little actual like JRPG combat. The prehistory one uh, is very much a JRPG with random battles, or kind of random battles, uh, and you know, turn-based, almost strategy combat. It's weird. All the combats take place on this grid, okay. and you do have like movement around the grid, but that really just dictates like where your attacks hit from your placement on the grid and where you won't be hit from. So it's weird. Um, okay, it's not as like complex to pull off as it sounds. Mm. Um, it's very funny though. It is a very funny and very charming game. The prehistory Ooh. section has you like coming across this uh, cave woman who's about to be sacrificed King Kong style to something. She <laughs> escapes from this tribe and goes to your tribe. And then you've got to protect her. Then you get kicked out of your tribe and then you have to go and uh, survive out on your own. But then you get she gets kidnapped again by the tribe that was going to sacrifice her originally. So you got to mm-hmm. go save her. And the shenanigans ensue but my favorite part of the game so far at least for this chapter is that you attack um like prehistoric megafauna like moa and mammoths and saber-toothed tigers with okay. uh poop and farts <laughs> so literally you have like your guy who's a caveman preteen, mm-hmm. uh, and there is a gorilla man who is your best yeah. friend and you can fart at people and it will <laughs> hurt them in like an area of effect attack. And it's called stench poot. <laughs> okay. That's the name of the move. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the animations for it are very funny. And then your monkey friend has uh, stink poot, which is a different poot. <laughs> um, and also poop throw where you throw poop. Uh, and his animations in particular are very funny. Like the farting one, he does a handstand and his little loincloth f- flops down, but you see, you don't see anything because there's just a big smiley face over his butt. <laughs> okay. Uh, and when he throws poop, the poop has a smiley face. It's I do all like, very, very silly. I do like farts and poop, so... I thought you might. Uh, um, what, what's the art style of this game? So the art style is uh, 2D HD or HD 2D. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's uh, similar to Triangle Strategy yeah. or um, Octopath Traveler. Very nice pixel art with uh, kind of low-res 3D graphics uh, mm-hmm. like for the, for the actual uh, arenas and some of the props. And right. just really, really nice effects, like lots of bloom and lots of like sparklies. It's all very nice. Okay. It's a style that really appeals to me. Uh, um, I'm not really a JRPG guy, but if you make a HD 2D JRPG, I'll be like, yeah, I'll fucking look at that, I guess. 
how much is this game? Um, I believe it's a full price game. I got it Ugh. for sixty nine at Big W. Which, okay. I mean, so far, I feel like it's it's worth it. Um, I did start the Imperial China chapter. I haven't got very far, but it follows like you're you're this old kung fu master who can feel like his time is ending. So he's like, okay, I got to pass on my kung fu. So I think the entire gist of his section is you got to go around and find people to train. Okay. And your that character is maxed out at level ten, but everyone he picks up along the way can level up. So right. you that character starts off as the best he will ever be because he's going to fucking die. He's an old man. <laughs> he's just run around fucking karate chopping tigers. This game sounds rad. I don't know. <laughs> I'm it's have to kind of it. fucking great. I, I, I completely went into it just on the uh, fact that there's a Wild West like yep. area. The art style and the Wild West stuff. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I got to have a look at that. And uh, yeah, so far I'm really enjoying it. I just found out about this um, game called, I think it's That's a Wrap. Uh, There's a trailer. I, I watched a little bit of it before the podcast started. I haven't seen the whole thing, but it's like based on uh, you You start off as the director of a movie and you have to like set up like a, a scene and then you, you, as the actor, have to complete the scene. Is this a, a video game? This is a game, yes. Is it called It's a Rap? I think so. Well, that's a rap. Something like that. Uh, with an exclamation. Oh, it's a rap. There you go. Yeah. Figure out the perfect timing of props, actors, and special effects as the director. Oh, God, you're actually, like, sitting in a editing suite? Mm-hmm. And there's, yeah, the you do the scenes and, like, a bridge will fall down and you have to, like, make it across the bridge before it falls down or something like that. I don't know. It's like, like a... a 2d vector art style look to it mm-hmm. um not the greatest looking game but i don't know it sounded interesting that's uh, a neat gimmick it up. yeah anyway uh live alive live a live 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 a evil live a evil sounds pretty cool i've played some multiverses oh yes since it's uh, actually released now it is out. You can download it for free. And I, I, I think the unlocked characters change every day. The, the free ones from the beginning. Well, I hate that. Because they're, yeah, they're different. They were different when I played the other day than they were when the game first released. Oh, oh, so they're not, like, constantly changing. They just changed from the beta, or...? No, I think they change all the time. But I don't know if it's every day or, like, a week or whatever. But what if you... But you can, like, permanently unlock characters. You can permanently unlock characters, yes. What? I hate that. (laughs) You can also do local multiplayer and play as any of them. Yeah, okay, so everything is technically unlocked if you want to do... Like, full multiplayer with people in your house. Yes. And... Uh, the game's fun. It's popping off on Steam. Yeah? It's it's doing really, really well. Good for it. Uh, you know, not Fortnite numbers, but, you know. Yeah, well, we, can't all, be as, we can't all be as successful as Fortnite. No. 
But uh, yeah, it's doing well and it's fun. I like that game. It, I haven't had any server issues like I did during the beta. Uh, well, that's good. That's I feel like that's what a beta is for. Which also leads me into Turbo Golf Racing, which is out now as well. Mm, yes, on you, Game Pass? You can get it for free on Game Pass or it's like 15 bucks, I think. And this is the uh, Golf with Friends slash Rocket League, yeah? Yes. And that game's still fun, and I haven't had any server issues like I had in the beta. Again, oh, good. So, Fucking uh, betas, man. <laughs> turns out that they're a good thing to do every now and then. Yeah. If I you do a proper beta and it's not just, you know. A demo. Yeah. Which most betas are. Uh, it's yeah, fun. You can, tell, you can tell a proper beta while you're in there. Yes, you can. Have I Absolutely. actually played the game at all? No? This is a beta. <laughs> Have I just been sitting on the loading screen for half an hour? Did the game even really install? Mm, Did the game start when I pressed play? No. Should my PS5 be on fire? <laughs> All great questions. Yep. Uh, yeah, the game's still fun. It has a solo mode. Oh, so shit, I might check it out. It has a solo mode, which is basically just, you know, go to the course and see how you... you course, basically idiot. Basically learn the courses. That's what it's, it's for. What you're saying is it's golf but by yourself. So golf. Y- yes, but it's like the, the courses get uh, very complicated. So if you don't sort of learn them and you just like... Jump, jump straight online, you, you're probably not going to come first. Mm. Just saying. Yeah, I can live with that. <laughs> uh, now let's talk about movies we saw. It's let's... been a good week for movies. Yeah, it fucking has. It, Jesus. It really has. <laughs> uh, we both watched Lightyear, which finally came to Disney+. Plus. Yep. And I don't know about you, but I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I kind of went in not expecting a lot because I heard a lot of, you know, so-so reviews or, you know, an average reception online regarding Lightyear. Uh, So, yeah, maybe my expectations were tempered a bit. But no, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I don't know what... I think it's just the fact that people can't get over, oh, it's Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. Like, they can't just go into it thinking this is a movie about a, a space guy. Yeah, I, I do. I enjoy that the movie sort of prefaces it with, in the 90s, this kid had a toy. This mm-hmm. is the movie that, that toy was based off of. So we can just be like, okay, cool. It's not the toy. It's the character. It's right. just, we're getting that out of the way. It's all we need. Let's mm-hmm. have a fun space movie. Yeah. And I, I feel like I read some comments online when the first movie when the movie first came out and mm. they're like i don't want to see a prequel to toy story based on buzz light is that like that's not what it is yeah no it's- this is a completely original like space sci-fi adventure story about a character who was made into a toy yes and i feel like maybe it would have been better of them to just not have buzz light year in it just if it, make a completely original IP. Yes. Uh, I think that would have been better. This is one of those rare cases where maybe not tying it to a, another franchise would maybe have 
got them more money? I'm not I don't sh- know. I'm not sure it would have made it a better film, but it no. definitely would have made the public perception of it a bit more favorable. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Uh but yeah, I, as a I as a whole like, I, I do like the uh subtle nods to some things that happen in the Toy Story movies. Okay. Yeah, so <laughs> We were ju- we were literally because we watch Prey, uh-huh. and uh, there's a they say one of the lines from one of the movies. They make a call back or a call yeah. forward. Yeah, and I was like, I hated that. And then you were like, Yeah, you don't like fan service. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, You're right. That is what this is. And uh, they've in so during Light Year, there's maybe like four lines directly from Toy Story. Yeah. Okay, so that's not the stuff I was talking about. No, but I'm just saying, uh, every every time it happened, I was like, fuck off. Of course, of course. Don't right. do that, please. Okay, so the things I was talking about were like, I like that the the ship at the end, the very last ship you see in that, sh- in that movie, mm. is the ship that the Buzz Lightyear toy is sold in, because of fucking yes. course it would be. Right. Of course it would be. Um, and I like... You know, there are some revelations about the villain of this movie that. Oh yeah, I was not. Ex- I wasn't. <laughs> I was not expecting a twist on Zerg. Yeah, so there's a twist on Zerg, and I'm not going to spoil it here. But something that is said between Zerg and a Buzz Lightyear—I don't think it's the Buzz Lightyear, but a Buzz Lightyear in Toy Story Two—is mm. like, it's kind of a red herring for a second. Yes. I fucking loved that so much because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way they're going to do that thing. That was fucking stupid. <laughs> and then they do it kind of. And I'm like, oh, okay. That that was All one right. where I, I didn't mind it because it, that's some fun. I was, subversion. I just was not expecting any kind of twist on. I just thought it was going to be just a robot, but no, it's going to be an evil robot man <laughs> with a tennis ball launcher. They actually did something cool with it. And also, Zerg's real fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, Zerg in this movie's cool. Uh, I was also expect wasn't expecting much from the robot cat. Yes, uh, socks the robot cat. Uh huh. I was just because I every time I see like a cute thing in a trailer, I'm like, oh, they that's just there to sell toys. And then it's the pig in Moana. Yep, the pig in or Moana. The chicken. In Moana. The chicken uh, Grogu. Uh, yep. Um, I want to say, oh, is there a thing in Tangled? I want to say there's a thing in Tangled. Tangled has the, um, what is it? It's a... Is there a chameleon? Chameleon, yeah. There's, there's always the like a... moose in, uh, in Frozen. Yeah, there's always like a cute I don't want to count the fucking snowball. There was also, there was also the horse in Tangled too. Ah, yes. Um. That's right. Yeah. The... Disney just does this with Animal Companions, man. They sell well. Uh, yeah, and it is and... funny that like after we watched it, and I was like, "Yeah, bo- uh, socks is fucking great. I love it. It's so cute." And you're like, "Of course, they got to sell toys." <laughs> and I thought about that for like half a second. And I'm like, "They've got to sell toys. This is a movie that toys were made of in Toy Story. <laughs> of course, they made it." <laughs> I'm like, "Shit." Of course, that's the most marketable cat I've ever seen. <laughs> it really is, and oh, um, I love its stupid little stilted movements. It's so good. The the stilted movements and also the noises it makes when it does yeah. things like 
it doesn't yeah, yeah the little meow 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 yeah and also like it makes uh like whirring and clicking noises but it's just like someone doing it with their mouths like it's not yeah, yeah. like beep 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 and it's yes. someone saying beep 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 yeah <laughs> in like a completely calm neutral male voice <laughs> Uh, but yeah, they they made Socks an actual integral part of the movie. He wasn't just there to be cute. He's he's actually like important to the plot, which uh, I thought was really good. Yeah, that's uh, also like, God, that movie's sad in parts. <laughs> it has its moments. It's a Pixar movie. It's gonna gonna do some sad shit mm-hmm. at you. Mm. And uh, they, yeah, man, like. I love that they just they're they're set on doing this one thing. It's really hard to talk about without spoiling anything. Uh, this one thing, and they go for it, and they don't. They make it sad, and they could potentially go back on it mm-hmm. if they wanted to. They they leave it. They leave a, a sort of plot thing there where they could potentially go back on that but yep. they're like no that's 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 a part of the story that's, and that's we're gonna done. move on yeah and uh that's great that's really good for a big budget kids movie yeah i i like to see commitment to you know not necessarily having things wrap up in a nice tidy and happy way yeah um yeah big big props for not or for for not backing down on that one yeah good shit i i really enjoyed the movie yeah um lots of lots of good gags very cute cat fun uh just lots of fun shit going on oh the the oh, and toys are... White, he's here. <laughs> he is there yes uh he doesn't do much but he's there um i, I think he does quite a lot <laughs> sure most of it by accident (laughs) sure the i I was gonna say the toy the actual toys for this movie are really weird like because as we mentioned uh you know the toy store the toys in toy story are based on supposedly the idea is that they're based on this movie yeah well but the actual We've seen Woody's Roundup in universe in Toy Story. That's what Woody was based on. This is yeah. what Buzz was based on. But the actual real world toys that are based on this movie aren't anything like they've made them realistic looking. Like they're like grimy and grungy sci fi toys. Okay. You know I don't what I mean? Yeah, like look up the the new Buzz Lightyear based on this movie. It's not the Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. It's yeah, no, it's it's definitely supposed to be the Buzz Lightyear from this movie. Yeah, with like, you know, a a dimple in his chin and not just a little swirly. Right. Uh, so weird. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, I, I feel like this would be a really good time to like bring back the original toy in as close to Toy Story 1 um like style as you can. They they're out there. I'm pretty sure they're still making those. I'm sure they are. Well, I mean um Holly's nephew uh has has a Buzz oh. and a Woody. 
But uh, the so I had a Buzz Lightyear when I was a kid. My and my cousin had a Buzz and a Woody, and they looked about as accurate to the movie as I could ever imagine. Yeah, they were like, really they, good. They're definitely out there. And but they they changed them over the years. Like mine had the pop out wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the buttons all did things. Was this the really big one? Like the one? Um, it was pretty big. God, like. 30 centimeters tall yeah yeah one of those ones Mm. uh yeah all the buttons did things you could put the helmet up and down and the the laser lit up well yeah just 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 an led light yeah uh but yeah like and then they would like re-release it every now and then and something would be different like the buttons wouldn't do anything or you couldn't pop out the wings anymore Uh uh-huh it was always like something different. Or the visor was just permanently sealed. Yeah. Some something dumb. I don't know. I guess it's just cost and they just want to keep the cost down and yep. put out new toys. But it's And as it's Buzz Lightyear gets less and less popular, we gotta make him cheaper and cheaper. Yeah. And I don't even think they put like a pull string on the new Woody toys. Oh god, that's sad. I think it's just a it's bit it's, the fucking point. It's just a bit of string with a hook on, with a ring on it, and it, you, it doesn't actually do anything. I don't think. What will Woody hang himself with now once he stops <laughs> being played with? <laughs> ah, oh, poor bastard! Can't even kill himself. What a shame. Anyway, let's talk about Bullet Train. You saw it. I haven't. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this uh, rather briefly and with as few spoilers as possible. Um. Bullet Train is so much fun. Oh <laughs> yeah. my god. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's following a, uh, I want to say Hitman, mm-hmm. but he, he's definitely more of a... Uh, he's trained. He's trained, yeah. He's an operative. He follows yeah. an operative. He's doing a job on a train. He's got to pick up a briefcase and get off the train at the next stop. Uh, and it's a bullet train in Japan. Uh but things go fucking awry very quickly, and many, many operatives are involved, and it's just good, high-octane action fun. It's got a fucking brilliant soundtrack. It is... Ah, it's just so much fun to watch. Um, I don't know if you know who's in the movie. Um, everyone ever made. Everyone. Everyone is in this movie. Um, <laughs> no, so... I'm trying to think of who exactly. Uh, there's so many good people in this that I'm just like, they're my favorite. No, they're my favorite. <laughs> Brad Pitt's fucking great. He's spouting a whole bunch of like, um, fortune cookie philosophical nonsense, and it's mm. fucking hilarious. Um, Brian Tyree Henry yes. is in it as one of the twins. Uh, the twins are. Lemon and Tangerine. He plays Lemon. Uh, and his twin is Aaron Taylor Johnson's Tangerine. Okay. Uh, and, oh, they're so good. They're, they're just... They're, they're exactly what you would expect from a bunch uh, from a couple of, like, hitman brothers. Yeah. Who are, like, antagonistic towards each other, but also very clearly, like, care about each other. Mm-hmm. They are so much fun to watch. Um... Lemon has a uh, uh, fucking obsession with Thomas the Tank Engine, which is just always brilliant. Okay. 
Uh, the action's really, really fun in this movie. There's a bunch of gore, mm-hmm. um, which was unexpected. You want to see a guy get ripped in half? That happens in this. Great. Um, yeah. Fuck. I can't remember the last time I had this much fun in a movie. Cool. Definitely, definitely worth watching. I love me a fun movie, uh, if nothing else. Like, I'm not sure it'll make you think, but boy, I don't will it ca- make I don't want to think. Smile. If I'm going to see a movie called Bullet Train about hit hit people on a train, mm-hmm. just just do it. Like, I don't, I don't need like a a whole like. I don't need a philosophy course while. Yeah, I'm no, exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, but no, it's just the the movie looks great. The scenery, the set design, the mm-hmm. costumes the like little graphics that come up when they introduce people yep it's really well shot uh they use like constant flashbacks as introduction devices and it's fucking mm-hmm. great and like all the characters made me it gave me the sense of this as like a almost like a fighting game of a movie oh. in that they've got a roster of colorful and interesting characters that i'm like every time the new one shows up i'm like oh what's their fucking deal <laughs> it's, right it's just a lot of fun uh did, did you ever watch atomic blonde no same director though oh well then that makes sense <laughs> because i i came out of there thinking i'm getting a lot of the same vibes as atomic blonde yeah no da- and- david david leach directed well he's uncredited for john wick but he oh he fuck on it all um, makes sense <laughs> and atomic blonde and deadpool 2 okay um so my yeah. thing here is like Atomic Blonde and Bullet Train both have like the fast-paced, um, brutal action, uh, occasional funny bits in Atomic Blonde, but not nearly as many as are in Bullet Train. Mm-hmm. They give me the, the same vibe, right? Yeah. But mirrored. Okay. Atomic Blonde is kind of dark and broody and edgy and sexy, mm-hmm. and Bullet Train is goofy as shit. <laughs> right. And it's very bright and colourful. Mm-hmm. And I think they'd be a fantastic double feature. Uh, I forget what I was going to say. But it sounds great. And I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to you seeing it so I can live yeah. vicariously through you. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I'll see it next week. Hopefully. Maybe. maybe. Something we saw today, though. Me yeah. hours ago. Maybe less than an hour. For you. For some of us. Uh, Prey uh, is the new Predator movie. It's out on Disney+. Plus. You can go watch it, it now. Sh- it sure is, yep. And I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah, it was like in the closing moments of this film that I sent you a message. It was all caps saying, mm-hmm. is this the best <laughs> Predator movie? <laughs> I think it might be. It's it, it's up look, there. Predator 1 has a lot of nostalgia going for it. Yes. Uh, yeah. A lot of the like, memorable moments of that movie are forever ingrained in pop culture. And <laughs> it's, it's hard to... They are unassailable pop culture touchstones. Yes. Uh, but I think this might... I mean, this is just a better movie, I think. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. From every perspective. <laughs> Yes. Um, Fuck. <laughs> it's really good. Cool movie. Holy shit. 
so that they, I love that there's not a whole lot of dialogue for starters. Yep. Uh, there is a, a Comanche dub. You can. I did see that. Uh, and I, I was in. I was wondering if they shot, maybe like they shot the movie twice and like one with Comanche, but it's it's literally just dubbed over. Just dubbed over the English version. Um, but I mean, it's it's still cool that that's a thing on a mainstream streaming platform. Yeah, I honestly would have preferred the other way around if where they would if they just dubbed English over. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I think I might be with you on that. Um, though a uh, original like Comanche recording of the film with subtitles sounds like yeah maybe the ideal way to watch that. That would have been fucking sick. But uh, as it is, We're it's make money already somehow. pretty fucking sick. Yeah, and like you said, there's not a, a huge amount of spoken dialogue. There's, no. I think it's like very front heavy in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then through like Act Two, Act Three, there's dialogue. It's sparse. Yeah. A lot of it is in French. With no <laughs> <Yeah>. subtitles. <laughs> there are French people at some point, and yeah, no subtitles for that. But you get the gist. You know what they're pissed about. I mean, off about. it totally it <laughs> it totally works for that too. Because like, why would why would um, Naru, the main character, know French? <clears throat> yeah, but then when it comes to the one guy who can talk Comanche, mm-hmm. he talks English. Yeah, that's that's just a a trick of cinema, right? There. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's a contrivance that we have to deal with so that Disney can make money. Yeah, I know. It's really good. I, the Predator in this movie is fucking sick. The design. You really uh, got a point out a bad predator design to me because i'm not sure i've ever seen a bad one let me tell you about alien vs predator requiem okay which predator the fucking combo one the alien predator the 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 fucking um xeno predator it doesn't sure sure it does it's half predator is it's a bad one. Sure. <laughs> Look, if that's if that's what you got to point at to show me a bad predator, then that's what you got to point at. I mean, yeah, but the predator overall is pretty cool, but it's it's like it's a real fucking cool design. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's a bad one, discounting the Xeno Predator. <laughs> uh, this is definitely up there for fucking coolest predator. Yes. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> really good the first hour of this movie uh he's he's pretty much just walking around with his uh camouflage yeah you see bits and pieces here and there maybe an arm maybe a leg you do see him from the back briefly when he's first introduced yeah but he's still he's like immediately camouflaged yeah he cloaks immediately uh and i love it I, i love that they you know they build up to his final big reveal like like any movie like this should yeah like, i mean it's it's the jaws thing you gotta yeah, the jaws you thing. gotta tickle the audience's balls a little bit yeah and boy were they tickled <laughs> okay so before the predator is fully uncloaked the coolest thing is like the bear bit right 
<laughs> the bear's really cool. The bear bit's really fucking cool. <laughs> I love also that uh, this movie's called Prey, and mm-hmm. there is a lot of just animal on animal violence. Like it's it's not just talking. About, it's not just the humans that are the prey, but it's like literally all the animals. It turns out everything's prey to everything else. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that was a really cool. The little scene thing. with the ant, like crawling around, then it stops, and then it crawls yep. up. Nothing. Yeah, it's like, oh, it's on the, it's on the thing. Mm-hmm. Then it gets eaten by a rat. Did you think that big pile of dookie was the predators at first? Because <laughs> I did. <laughs> no, not even for a second. Because the scene before, he's like, he's just like sitting there. I was like, was he taking a shit? <laughs> And then, but no, it was a it was a mountain lion. So yeah, no, that was oh man, that's fucking amazing. I hadn't even considered for a second, but I'm glad you did. That was just a big pile of predator shit there. <laughs> He's been eating people. His bones in his dookie. Um, uh, fuck the the actors are all really great. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a majority. Native American cast. Yes. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the uh, lead actress, Amber Midthunder. Fucking yes. cool name. That is a great name. She does such a fantastic job. She's Holy really shit. Good. And uh, anyone who's going to complain about uh, a woman being a lead in an action movie. Go watch Aliens, fu- you fucks. I know, right? Like, one of the biggest... Uh, alien verse person movies. One of the like most iconic sci-fi action series films of all time. It's a franchise. As a chick like, as a lead. Fuck all. In fact, multiple chicks because the aliens. A lot of them are chicks. That's true. So yeah, I'm just fucking sick of people online I'm, I'm sick of people just oh yeah i guess i should have just stopped there i'm sick of people fucking like fucking people more. just seem to fuck everything up um <sighs> yeah lots of lots of nods to the franchise in this one which you hated because you hate fun um, well i the the only there's only a couple yeah but they're they're pretty noticeable i honestly though like the line that I messaged you about, and you were like, they didn't need to do that. I was like, I, I feel like they did it pretty tastefully. Yeah, they did, but I I'm still would have you preferred still they didn't it do like, it at all. Fan service is bad. Um, no fan service for me. Thank you. I Look, I tend to agree that I dislike overt fan service, but done right, I'm into it. And when I'm the fan being serviced, please <laughs> give me the works. <laughs> Serves me all day, Predator. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Everyone watch Prey. It's a fun time. It's really oh, it's so fucking good. And you're you're all subscribed to Disney Plus. We know that. Just (laughs) fucking do it. Get the most out of your money. Exactly. That is all of the stuff that we played and watched. Let's now talk about news. Ooh. WB have had a week. Let me tell you. (laughs) Oh, fuck. 
crisis on infinite streaming services. Ugh. Uh, so, Warner Brothers is joining with Discovery. Mm-hmm. And they have a new uh, uh, CEO or, you know, whoever whoever runs the joint. They have a new fearless leader. David Zaslav is his name. I don't know if I said it right, but that's how it reads to me. He's just, he's on a rampage. He's just getting rid of everything. Get rid of it all. He doesn't want it anymore. Except, except, uh, oh, well, let's let's start with this. Uh, There's a a $90 million Batgirl movie that we're not going to see. That's, they shot uh, it. as far as I'm concerned, finished. It's finished. They shot it. It's edited. The directors were like, what the fuck? We did, we finished that ages ago. What? <laughs> what been sitting huh? on the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> why, didn't anyone send, why didn't anyone send it out? <laughs> uh, it's cancelled. And then it we're took not... $90 million, but it's done. It's yeah. finished. <clears throat> so dumb. They could just put it on HBO Max, but uh, they're not. Literally There's no plan to do that. Any losses on that at all? No. What you want to keep burning our money? Sure. Yeah. Fuck do we know? Let's keep making that Ezra Miller Flash film, which is apparently yeah, apparently that's that's still coming out. Which yes, it is. Uh, which <laughs> contains uh the, this new Supergirl. Uh, but it was which supposed Supergirl? to get a spin-off movie. Oh. <laughs> which has now been cancelled. Oh. I have many, many questions, and I'm not sure I want them answered. Okay, what questions do you have? What the fuck? <laughs> okay, that, that's yep, that's a good one. I don't really have the answer for it, but is is a good question. So, <laughs> I this is the I'm appropriate really, reaction. Honestly, rather speechless at all of this because, like, what the fuck is the point? I don't know. They're also uh, cutting back on DC animated movies. And like one of the few things that they do really well. Yeah, and uh, also just general Warner Brothers animated movies. They're not going to be making as many of those anymore. <laughs> you know what the first thing I think of when I think of Warner Brothers is? What? Animation. I know. But, <laughs> yes, that is a good thing to think of when you think Warner Brothers... But uh, they're just cutting back on uh, on that. They this new CEO has mentioned has announced that there is going to be a reset on the DC business when it comes to their movies. Uh, he says we've restructured restructured the business where we're going to focus. What? Where there will be a team with a ten year plan focusing just on DC. So. They're going to plan out a 10-year DC movie universe, just like, which he says, it's very similar to the structure that Alan Horn and Bob Iger put together very effectively with Kevin Feige at Disney. Now, what did Marvel ever really have a 10-year plan? Not 10 years, no. No. Like, obviously there's been plans in place, there's been phases, but those plans mm. and phases have been subject to change and they were never at least made public 10 years out. Right. Uh, and I doubt that they were ever actually planned 10 years in advance. That's fucking ludicrous. Yeah. 
10 years is quite a, a lot, lot of time. <laughs> 10 years is at least fucking six phases for Marvel, at least. Yep. He says they're hoping to build a long-term, much stronger, sustainable growth business out of DC. We're not going to release any film before it's ready. We're not going to release a film to make a quarter. We're not going to release a film. <laughs> the focus is going to be... <laughs> <laughs> the focus is going to be how do we make each of these films in general as good as possible. We're not going to release a film until it's ready. And even once it's ready, we're just going <laughs> to keep it on the fucking going to shelf. Release it. No films for anyone. They're all for me. It's such My a private good quote. use. It's so good. I wonder if that was like a Freudian slip. He didn't mean to say that, but he definitely means it. Mm-hmm. No, we're not releasing anything anymore. Uh, except except the Flash. He says he's very excited about Black Adam, Shazam, and Flash. Says they're terrific. Uh-huh. They also uh, finally officially announced Joker Folly Adieu with uh, Lady Gaga. Yeah, I remember hearing rumours that she would be involved a while back. Yes. Uh, that is thought that was crazy official. at the time. Still crazy, but here we are. Did you ever see Joker? I started it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. And then I was uh, like, you know what? I could be doing anything else. <laughs> and I turned it off. Ooh. Wow. Probably I, went, see, I haven't even gone around to starting it. Probably went and took a dump. <laughs> uh, you know what? Probably. You got those predator-sized shits. That's it. <laughs> that big pile of dookie. With human bones in it. <laughs> uh, Coke Media. Is you that how you it. say it? That's how you say it, yes. Coke Media has... calling it cock. <laughs> <laughs> Why did anyone tell me? <laughs> cock Media. Oh my god. <laughs> well, they're going to avoid that sort of mishap from now on. Because they're rebranding. They're no longer going to be called Coke Media. They've instead changed their name to... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Playon. Is it Playon or is it Plyon? It's Playon is how you're supposed to pronounce it. But, dude, (laughs) you changed your name to make it easier for people to... Say and then you spell it that Pick way. Something stupid. P- fucking idiot. P L A I O N. Pleon. It really does sound like you have to say it with a pretentious French accent. Pleon. Pleon. And he is their reasoning. Killed by the predator. Here's their reasoning. Our name for so many years was associated with physical distribution, perhaps with us being more of a Central European company, although including the UK because that was among the first three countries. (laughs) But we're perhaps not seen as a global (laughs) company. But the more we thought about it, the more we wanted to go all the way. It's more impactful. It's got an external statement, but it's also an internal statement to our people. We're opening this new chapter. They're part of us. We're a modern, growing, ambitious global company, and it's energizing people internally. It's always impactful when I go all the way. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously, we oh, want to. Media. Obviously, want to, we want to avoid people seeing this as window dressing. The signal we're sending is that we're on a journey, and it's good to give this journey a new name, new visual appearance. New is always exciting. I wonder if this guy's wrist hurts. I think so. Jacking off. I think so. Oh my god! I think whoever the whole group of people that this just decided on this. Just a big jerk jerk circle. Anyway, so cock media is now play on cock media. Sorry, yeah. play on media. Play on. Play on. Play on. Play on. Much easier to say. Yep. Here's some bad news for Josh. For me specifically. She-Hulk will air on Thursdays instead of Wednesdays. <sighs> <laughs> Do you want to say why this is a bad thing for you? So, uh, <laughs> I, in my in my own personal life, I work a day job. Um, it's a it's a pretty standard day job. I work about eight and a half hours every day, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes I have to work a late shift, which goes until about six p.m. Which means, uh, and it used to be on Wednesdays. I used to work till six p.m. on Wednesdays, which was when new Marvel or Star Wars thing would go up, mm-hmm. and. I'd have to race home and watch it as soon as possible so that I wouldn't have anything spoiled for me. Yes. Uh, I recently had those hours changed to the late shift on Thursdays. <laughs> uh, and uh, <laughs> like literally two and a half weeks after making that switch, now She-Hulk has been announced to be releasing on Thursdays. But hey. I wish I was dead. At least the Star Wars shows will be on Wednesday still. Yeah, I mean, look, that is one thing, but like, I fucking, I really like (laughs) She-Hulk. Well, you'll see it. It's maybe the most excited I've been for one of these shows ever. Yeah. Well, you'll see it a bit later on Thursday. Yeah. (sighs) Look, my my only real worry is something being spoiled from you, and you're pretty good with this sort of stuff. I try not to. So it's probably fine, but it'll it'll kill me to know that you've watched it while I'm sitting at work twiddling my thumbs because nothing happens after five o'clock. You're really the only person I talk about this stuff with, and Mm -hmm. so if if you if I watch it and then and you haven't watched it, I have to just like yeah, you just just kind of sit on that information until I watch it. It sucks. It's bad for all of us. It's it's bad for everyone. (laughs) Fuck you, Marvel. (laughs) Marvel, move it back to Wednesday. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our new po- Marvel podcast, uh, Stark or Steak. Yep. Um, that's some good uh, cross-brand synergy right there. That's it. Fucking Marvel piece of shit. Anyway. <laughs> this is a weird... This is a weird announcement. So Logitech is teaming up with Tencent to create a handheld cloud gaming console. That is a weird announcement. Uh, at the moment, it's currently referred to as the Logitech G Gaming Handheld. That's a fucking mouthful. Yeah, and will support several cloud gaming services and expected to be released this year. So, so which, which cloud streaming, cloud gaming services would those be? They've sp- specifically mentioned Xbox and NVIDIA GeForce Now. Okay. So far. I'm... It's just... A, this is weird. Like, I don't understand... 
it's just a mobile phone. Is that like if there's if you can't play the games on the console itself and they're just streaming from the cloud? Mm-hmm. What is the? Why do you need the device? Yeah, because like I could technically. Can I technically play like PlayStation games on my phone through streaming, through remote well, play? Yes, if you if you're at home. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but you can play Xbox and GeForce yeah. Now stuff. Yes. Because um, like I've seen people using their their Steam decks to play fucking Bloodborne and shit, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, the, I guess there's a market for it, but like, yeah, isn't that just a phone or a tablet? That's the thing. Point? Like, it's just, this is just going to be like a mobile. What makes it a console? Yeah. It's going to have built in buttons and stuff, I guess, but I don't. Like an old phone? You can just. <laughs> well, are you like, they have add on things like the. What's the backbone? Is that what it's called? Controllers. The, the, I think the backbone is the popular one. You just slide your phone into it, and it's got triggers and analog sticks and buttons. Like, I don't know. Yeah, oh, this yeah. is a weird I thing. It. it looks like the uh, it looks like the sad puppy dog controller for the Switch, except with the control right. actually latched to the to the frame. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't know why you would want a. a dedicated thing when you have a phone and can just get one of those sort of devices but they they're doing it so there you go yeah and those companies are worth many many monies so Mm. like clearly they know what they're doing right i guess a a multi-billion dollar or multi-million dollar company's never done anything stupid that's cost everyone never money before definitely not earlier in this podcast nope didn't happen why no. would it? How could it? Who would ever leave a finished film that costs ninety million dollars? There are shelf? so sm- there are so many smart people working for these companies. It just wouldn't happen. <laughs> Not once. Not even once. Uh, Not Marvel's even... in a bit of a pickle at the moment. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Marvel, yeah, uh, with uh, visual effects artists. Yeah, it turns out that uh, VFX artists in uh, in cinema get a rough time. Yeah, and they don't have any kind of union. Okay, so what the fuck? First of all, yeah, uh, it feels like because they are like, well, probably not because they are, but in my brain. I see VFX artists as like a step towards like the video game industry, right? Mm-hmm. And because the video game industry isn't unionized in on mass, uh, and they aren't uni- unionized, but you know most of Hollywood is. Like that's is that a connection there? What the fuck is going on? Why are these know. people unionized? I have no idea why there isn't a visual effects union. It's yeah, the, like actors have unions. Uh, Directors, writers, why is it visual effects that don't have a union? And it's it's... not to say that it is the VFX industry's fault that they get treated like shit. No. Unions would help with that, but like, Mm. you know, it'd be nice if people treated them with some fucking dignity and respect to begin with. I think it's a fact. Fucking unionize. 
Yeah, I think it's the fact that it, you know, um, like video games and digital effects are both fairly new. Yeah, and just sort of looked down upon as uh, lesser in a way. Uh, I don't know if it's that. It's the fact that they're just new. They're newer things and therefore haven't been through everything. Like there was a, a point where there weren't actors or writers unions mm-hmm. and it took a while to get there. Um, if you think about it, like these visual effects have really only been around for what, 30 years in the, in the like current state of the hour. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, but it, it always seems like they are the first people to get thrown under the fucking bus. Yeah. And, uh, when it comes to having to, you know, work ungodly hours to redo something or refix something like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog, they're the ones who bear the brunt of that. Yes. So the big then thing when is something like fucking cats does shitty. It's not the fucking <laughs> shit house performances that get shit on. It's, it's the, the fucking effects. VFX yeah. by the actors themselves. Yeah. So the yeah, so the main thing is first hand accounts have recently erupted in media and social media casting Marvel in a deep, unflattering light as an employer. Insatiable in its demands, impossible to please, overworking and underpaying the very staff who imbue its content with miracles and wonder. I don't know who wrote this. That's in anyway. flowery language, but I mean, sure I, can't, I can't disagree. Um, working on Marvel shows is what pushed me to leave the VFX industry, tweeted Drew, oh God, Drew Govel. She picked say. the hardest name to say. Yeah. A visual effects artist who contributed to movies, including Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider-Man Homecoming. They're a horrible client and I've seen way too many colleagues break down after being overworked while Marvel tightens the purse strings. Uh, the, Mar- the issue is Marvel is too big and can demand whatever they want. It's a toxic relationship. So basically Marvel being as big as it is, goes to a visual effects house and says, hey, this is what we need done. And mm-hmm. Marvel being Marvel offering, you know, all that work the visual effects house goes okay and takes the job yep and then they overwork their staff because it needs to be done within a certain amount of time marvel will get what they want for the price they want to pay for it yeah and no one can afford to say no because they need the work and you know everyone wants the big work everyone wants the marvel well maybe not after this and if you know, if they don't get the job done, then they just take their business elsewhere. They go to a different yeah. house. Um, it's fucked. <laughs> it's fucked it's, up. It's a vicious fucking cycle. Uh, and yeah, they, it's there. There really needs to be a, a union for visual effects houses and for the and workers. Something needs to. Something fucking needs to change on Marvel's end, obviously. Yes. Um, these movies are becoming bigger and more visual effects dependent, especially like with the series. Yes, exactly. Like all these smaller projects that, you know, people are going to be even more critical about. I know people are critical about um, a lot of the She-Hulk stuff we've seen, mm-hmm. uh, specifically She-Hulk herself. Yeah. And like, you got to be on good terms with your visual effects mm-hmm. teams because... 
you're only going to be using them more and more. The end of Black Panther, when they, mm. I believe they had to do that in a very short amount of time. I think Wedded worked on that scene. Oh, really? Uh, and if you know Weta, they do really good work. Uh, yeah. So, and, but yeah, but the end of that movie gets shit on all the time because yep. they just had no time to do it. And it was something that was added at the last minute, I suppose. And they were, and they needed to get it done in time and that's how it ended up. And it's not the visual effects houses fault. It's, it's Marvel or the, you know, the filmmakers it's, it's this expectation that, you know, it's going to get done. It's going to get done. And uh, it'll get done for the price that we tell you it's going to get done for. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, there's always that uh, sort of push and pull between quality, time, and price. You can get something done fast and cheap. You can get yeah. it done cheap and right. Or you can get it done fast and right. But you can't get all three. Right. Uh, and it sounds like Marvel really only pushed to get it done right. Mm-hmm. They, they, they want it done fast and they want it done cheap. And they want it done right. Yeah. So uh, it's good that uh, the, these people are all speaking out about it. And, and hopefully we start to see uh, some change in the industry. But uh, and maybe it's probably going to be the, well. Maybe this is the straw that finally breaks the camel's back on that one. Yeah. Some good news now. Ooh, I like good news. The animated uh, Ninja Turtles movie that's being produced by uh, Seth Rogen and uh, Evan Goldberg uh, got a title today. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. That's a good title. It has a really cool logo too. It's fucking sick. Yeah, that's 90s as fuck. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it also got a proper release date. Uh, Up until now, it had just been 2023, but now we know it's coming out on the 4th of August next year. (laughs) I thought it was the 8th of April. (laughs) No, yeah. American dates. (laughs) Those crazy Americans. The fuck puts the month first? They do lots of things. They do lots of things backwards over there, let me tell you. Yeah, well. So, uh, we don't really know much about the movie plot-wise. Presumably the Ninja Turtles are in it. (laughs) Presumably. Uh, It's been in uh, production for a few years. It's been directed by Jeff Rowe, who uh, co-directed Mitchell's vs. the Machines. And uh, obviously, Rogan and Goldberg produced The Boys and Invincible, so they have... That they're used to making comic books into other things, yeah. And yeah, no, doing an adaptation for a little bit now. Yeah, and they uh, the idea ap- about it is the uh, it's going to look like Mitchell's versus the Machines or Spider Man into the Spider Verse. It's going to be that very kind. much okay with that. Yes. Uh, and the idea is that the artwork artwork will kind of look like, um, like it was drawn in like a kid's book, like a, like a, like you're in school like a, and you're like, like a sketchbook, like a like sketchbook, a, yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, that's from what I've heard. So it sounds cool. I'm totally into everything I've seen so far, and there was some. Um, some artwork, some concept art put out. Oh, I don't know if it was leaked or it was released 
uh, last year, I think, and it looked cool. There is, I will say, there is a <laughs> there's a Ninja Turtles movie on Netflix today. The based on uh, Rise of the Ninja Turtles, I think. Was that the uh, the recent reboot where they all had like more varied designs? Like Raph was a big guy. Yes. And uh, Leo and Donnie look almost like twins. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh, yes, it's a it's a movie based on that series. Okay, what was like the public perception for that series? Because I like those designs a lot. Uh, pretty much the same as any other time they changed the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> they okay, so reception for the redesign bad, but the series overall. I hear the series is really good, and I know I know for a fact from the few episodes I've seen, the animation is really good. I have to check it out. That's right. All the all the turtles were different, like breeds of turtles. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, but I'm I'm super looking forward to to this movie next year. Where's my super gritty, super realistic TMNT film where they all wear uh, red masks like they did in the black and white comics? You know, I think that's a dream that we have to let go of ever since the the original animated tv show when it yeah, became probably. based you know, before but, it became a kid's thing exactly yeah no that's that's fair um but yeah i would i would love a, like a super gritty fucking yeah basically like netflix daredevil but it's the ninja turtles that'd be great i'd be into it imagine the fucking corridor scene <laughs> that'd be great oh, all four of them fighting at the same yes. time oh fuck yeah, see now, now you really want it. Now I gotta clean up this mess. God damn it. <laughs> Game releases for next week. Rumbleverse is out for everything except Switch on August eleventh. And Cult of the Lamb is out for everything except Switch on the same day, August eleventh. Now, what the fuck is Rumbleverse? Rumbleverse is a a is battle that- royale. Is that the wrestling battle royale with wrestlers? Yes. Okay. It's a lot of fun. I, I played. I played the beta. Uh, one of the betas. I did a couple of matches, and it's fun. Yeah. And uh, Cult of the Lamb is the sort of Binding of Isaac esque, like yes, top down ice. Yeah, isometric like top down adventure game shooter. It's a like? yeah. It's a is it a shooter or like a. It's an action game. I okay, guess. so it's like a top-down action. I, I feel I like pl- it's a roguelike. I game. played the demo a little bit, but I don't actually remember. Did it have some like, like. Uh, some life sim elements? Like yes, you because you have to cult? you have to start a cult. Yes, That's so cool. you have to build tents and things. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's all you do with cults. You just build tents. Just build tents. They build never do anything they else. They will come. That's it. Movie and TV releases for next week. I Am Groot is out on August 10th. That, that shit is, looks cute. It does. It, I was expecting like a like a cartoon looking thing, but it's, it's, it's legit looking. It's like realistic baby Groot from the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's five episodes, all out on August 11th. It's they're just shorts, five shorts. 
And Nope is out on August 11th. Finally. Finally. It's been out in the US for a couple of weeks, but we're really finally getting like it now. fucking forever. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot of discourse about it online that I've um, really tried hard not to look at. I've yeah. done a pretty good job so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am excited to see that. I'll probably see it just before the podcast next week. All right. Assuming we do a podcast, because who knows? <laughs> who knows? Anything could happen. But that is the show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here, Josh. Thank you for having me. We will see you again on Wednesday. Well, no, Thursday. We record on Wednesday, but I'll see see you. But they won't see us. Right. In fact, no one sees anyone in, in this exchange. That is true. It's just voices into the void. You'll hear me, I'll hear you on Wednesday, but they'll hear us on Thursday if everything goes according to plan. Correct, where we will talk about Iron Man 2 on Stark or Stank. I'm looking forward to that podcast. I am also. They're very fun. They are, and also Iron Man 2, which is half a good movie. Uh, well, I remember it being half good. There are moments to enjoy. Absolutely. So see you then. Bye. Bye. Good time.